Hello, welcome to Aegon Podcast, episode three. Before we get into today's show, I need to make you aware of something that we have on our website, which is very, very important, a very important product, which is health-wise L-theanine. So why should you take L-theanine? Well, in today's world, a lot of us experience stress and anxiety, and L-theanine has been proven to reduce stress and anxiety. So it doesn't matter whether going for a job interview, you've got an exam coming up and your head is running, L-theanine will help get you in the right state of mind to perform at your best in those stressful situations where maybe we're feeling anxious or tense, etc. L-theanine from HealthWise is also vegetarian, gluten-free and dairy-free. L-theanine is normally derived from green tea, but the one from HealthWise that we sell is derived from corn, so it doesn't cause agitation. Also, a lot of people today drink coffee, which is great because coffee has a lot of uh, benefits as well. Except the problem that some people experience from coffee is a very quick spike in energy and they may experience jitters or they may experience a very serious crash a couple hours after drinking coffee. If you combine L-theanine with your coffee, it will make the release of energy a bit more gradual and so when you have that caffeine crash, you'll be far less noticeable and far less serious. So go into our store, agonsupplements.com. That's A-G-O-N supplements.com. After the show, check it out. We sell it in a nice 60-gram container, and it is a perfect supplement that you need to add to your daily supplements list. Today on the show, I've got my first guest, which I'm very excited about. We had a great podcast I want to thank Eric Lee for coming on. Eric is someone who goes to the gym quite regularly and used to take pre-workout and develop some pretty serious repercussions from taking it frequently, which uh, I know you'll find very interesting. And if you're someone who takes pre-workout frequently or maybe even just a couple times a week, hope you receive this information and maybe change your perspective a bit on pre-workout and whether it's for you. But without any further delay... I want to uh, start this podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Eric Lee, welcome on. Is this is this your first time on a podcast? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, great. Well, it's my first time having a guest on the <laughs> podcast as well, apart from my brother. So we're kind of on a uh, on the same page. Same page. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you've got a, a pretty interesting story with pre-workout. Did you, did you go to the gym this morning? Um, No, I'm off there after this. All right. Are you taking pre-workout before you go? No. Uh, Oh, really? No, All right. No, 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 All right. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll talk about that a bit, but also, like I, I said to you before, I'm happy to take this wherever it goes, really, after the after the pre-workout stuff, but got an interesting story of pre-workout. I know a lot of people that we know take pre-workout. Yep. So, hopefully, I don't know, maybe change our mind on it. Yeah, so um, pre-workout, like, it definitely does what it's meant to do. Yeah. But there are, like... What, what is it meant to... What, it... Like when you take like, it, when you take it, what do you? What are the effects you're going for? You get so much stronger. You like don't get sore, and you can just do so much more at the gym. So you're just getting like energy, pretty yep. much. A lot of energy. So what's the difference? Like why? Why wouldn't you have say just coffee before instead of like the powder? Yeah, well, um, in pre workout, it's it's mainly caffeine, but there's like other stuff, like chemicals. Sure, like, yeah, like <laughs> like from memory, like citrulline. Yeah, which is really good for the pump, and like like when you take pre workout, you're like you can see a significant 
performance improvement. Like, like how how much? Like a lot. Like, okay, can you try and put it into like a, a context? You know, like say with a certain exercise. Like, in a, are you are you pumping more One weight day, or something? So without pre workout, I was like deadlifting. 120 for reps yeah or maybe 130 and then on pre-workout just kept doing 140 well you were deadlifting 120 for reps yeah and then <laughs> it just went up by like 20 kilos so yeah. you were so you had a 20 kilo on I, I was doing 130 and 120 but once you go i was on pre-workout i was doing 140 like no problem and i could do it for like four sets of six <laughs> that's heaps but like now that i'm off it i, I can't do that now yeah, which is which is really sad, but so let's say you go to the gym, you're taking your pre workout, and then you you finish it. So the the energy lasts a whole workout. Oh yes. And how long do you, is it working? Like an hour? Uh a bit more. So it's so it's lasting longer than an hour. Way more than an hour. And then how long does it take before like you have a bit of a calm down? Oh, six like six hours exactly. I crash and yeah. it feels like shit. <laughs> It's so like what? Bad. Like you're just so fatigued, and then I would lie down, but I couldn't sleep. It was just painful. <laughs> and you, but you're still taking. Oh it. yeah, I was still taking it. So were there days like where you went to the gym in the morning, then you came to school, and then you crashed? Oh, or did where you no, just no, no, no. you I do was, it after? I, I do it after, but um, I usually go to training. Yeah, and then take it after training, so I go to the gym, which was really stupid. So did, did that ever like mess up your your sleep? sleep? Yep. Like how how bad? Like I'd just lie in bed and not be able to sleep till like one two a.m. Jeez, that's yeah. messed up. Yeah, that, and that, that obviously like leaked into your um. Not really. Not really. It didn't yeah. leak into school or anything. No. Surprisingly, yeah. I was doing I was doing pretty I was doing well with like six five six hours of sleep. Because that, that's not that's not a lot. Yeah. Like I know they uh, I know people say like for kids it's like seven to ten. Yeah, or like seven, it, seven it and nine. Be, yeah, but um, I think that's also wrong. Yeah, like for people our age, it's like eight point eight, eight and a quarter to ten. Yeah, it's not seven. Right. Yeah, but it, but it didn't affect you because nah. because you, you do pretty well in school. Like you're doing some pretty oh. intense, and it didn't yeah. It didn't yeah it, it didn't really affect it. How about when you were studying and stuff? Did it? Oh, oh, well, I'd study after the gym, so I was probably I was still a little. Oh, bit, you were still on that. Still on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, then you started. You tell me about these uh these kind of adverse. Oh, so um after taking it like every day for a month, I was getting these really bad chest pains, and then they were so bad that I had to go like see a doctor, where I got a um an ECG, which is where they scan like they do electric. Like they just check the electricity that's going through your heart and your heartbeat. Yeah. And um, my results were messed. Like they were just not normal. And like, what, were you getting palpitations? Yeah, like- yeah, I was. The like rhythm was just out of time. And then like I told them I was on pre-workout, and then the doctors just like you shouldn't be having any caffeine. Oh really? Yeah. Like how how out of t- how out of time was it? Was but, it? It's hard to explain it, but. It's meant to go like up, down, up, down, but like yeah. mine was like, it went up in a straight line and then it like curved. Okay. Which is really weird. And then like the pattern was just odd. So, so when you say like, when you, when you first had the chest pains as well, did, did you, 
link it to pre-workout at all? Oh. Or did he, did he just think, oh. oh, this is like normal? This is normal. Yeah. I, 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 I was struggling to breathe as well. Oh. Like, you, I couldn't take deep breaths, just like small breaths. and All the time? Yeah, it was just, it was for like a week. It was horrible. That's crazy. So, like, do, do you ever like wake up in the night and you couldn't breathe and stuff? Yeah, yeah. oh, I couldn't sleep because I couldn't breathe. That's... <laughs> And you thought this is normal? Yeah, no, 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 not, not. I know, I know what you mean though, because yeah, like, like it was, but then I realized, like a couple months ago, um, I just went through this this phase where I'd like wake up with nose, like really intense nosebleeds, um, and I was like super thirsty all the time. I drank, I was drinking like six liters of water. Oh, that that, that that's a yeah, it's a lot of water, um, and I just had like a dry mouth all the time, and like my muscles were burning all the time. Um, and I was getting like crazy. I didn't actually tell my parents this because I was freak out. But I was getting like go get it checked. Yeah, well, I was getting like palpitations, and I could just I could, like put my heart hand there, and I could feel it. Um, and then uh, I realized I wasn't having like any electrolytes at all. I was just I would, and I went and I went and told my physio. I was like, oh, I'm drinking like six liters of water, and she's like, oh, well, you're probably just flushing out all your electrolytes. So I just had to. Uh, but I thought it was normal. I thought, oh, I'm just thirsty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always good because then I just like for the next three days I was just drinking like hydrolyte and stuff. Um, but yeah, I get what you mean when you think, oh, yeah, it's normal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So so you went to the doctor, and uh, they said you shouldn't be having. Did, did they say that you're not like children no, shouldn't like have caffeine? Zero caffeine because apparently like. If, so like it depends. It varies from people to people, but for me, apparently I, the caffeine stays in my system for like twenty four hours. Oh, really? Whereas, you, like, you're told that it's in there for six. Yeah. Well, that's probably why you were. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. not sleeping and stuff. So, so for you, it, they said no caffeine. Yeah, no caffeine. So I, I'm off. You're off. like. But I, I spoke to you like a couple of oh, weeks no, ago, no, no, and you were like, "That oh, was I'm a one time mistake. I'm back. That off. was a mistake. That was a mistake." So you you went on it you went on it once one time one time and then I haven't had it for like the past three weeks. Okay, I did hear some um some people say that like you're probably taking more than was recommended. Oh, I'm definitely taking more than what's recommended. Were you de- were you like reading the label or? Yeah, no, no, no. The one I had um 250 milligrams of caffeine. 250 yes, milligrams. And um, how many cups? Of, isn't that like that is so many? Like that's, five cups of coffee. Than, that's more than what she was meant to. But um. Yeah, after a while, it like, like you you just you, you scoop it and then you like top the scoop with a little more, <laughs> just for like a little extra. <laughs> so you just kept going. Yeah, and it was like, it probably got to like two seventy five, and that is uh, yeah, that's way too much. That's crazy. So like, that's if you like stuff. take pre workout, you should probably take like something towards like one forty or one fifty. Yeah, because I know this. Uh, there used to be this girl at the school I used to go to, and her mom was a doctor, and she used to have like heaps of caffeine because she's just working like yeah. all around. And she ended up getting this caffeine blister. There's probably some scientific name for it. <laughs> you don't have it. <laughs> it's a caffeine blister, but it, it was on the back of her eye, and like I oh. think her she had, like vision started dropping out and stuff. She had to get it removed, or she, I, I don't know. She probably just stopped drinking coffee, but she was drinking a lot. Yeah, like. Probably twenty cups a day. Twenty cups. That's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much. I think it's like ninety in like a strong coffee. Yeah, 
So that's a lot of coffee. But like you're having almost three hundred. Yeah, almost. So that's that's pretty crazy as well. So and every day, every day. Oh, so you were going to the gym every day, like six days, six days a yeah. week. That's for. Were you like uh, when you when you got when you had a crash? Was it progressively getting worse because it was just like? No, no, no. Every time it was so bad, but like, I still took it for some reason. It's addicting. It's really hard to get off. Yeah. So they, like the the relapse didn't get worse or anything. No. So it was just always, always bad. Always bad. Yeah. Could you do anything when you were... No. You just had to lie down. Just lie down. And, uh, okay, so you obviously still going to the gym now. Yeah. How's it, how's it been? A lot weaker. Yeah. But do you feel like uh, your motivation to go to the gym is like... Oh, no, no, no. My motivation's always there. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no point going if you have no motivation. Yeah, because sometimes I feel as though... um. Some people take it because they're not driven to go, yeah, yeah. and then they just need, and that's what, that's why I'm pretty against it as well. Yeah, that's true. Because if like the only thing that's getting you into the gym is caffeine, yeah, then you shouldn't be going. Yeah, then you shouldn't be. Well, you just need to like suck it up and go. Yeah, and um, like I think pre workout is really beneficial. Like if you have the motivation as yeah. well as take it, it it can it will help. I don't know. I don't know. I, but it's better like not to. I feel as though um, if you want, if you've got the motivation and you need the energy, you should just have a straight coffee. Yeah. Because I think, um, and I know I'm not going to change a lot of people's minds because they're just not. like <laughs> that. That stuff, the pre workout stuff, is really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, like, I'm I'm never I'm never taking it, and I'm probably never going to take it. But I I think like when I think of pre workout and like at the gym I go to, right? This is ridiculous. You walk in straight away. There's a fridge, and it's dedicated to Red Bulls and um, Mothers, and like V's and whatever. And I'm like, and people have this. Like I see people (laughs) walking around the gym drinking Mother. Yeah, same. And uh, so I feel like if you have the motivation, you just want like the kick. You should just have like some straight coffee because um, there's so many chemicals and stuff in that. Like you, you don't even know. What's happening in your body, or well, you kind of oh, you kind of knew, but uh, yeah, like, lots of people. Yeah, did you know anyone else who like had had this heart stuff? Nope. I don't know it, many people that take it. Did when you went to the doctor? Did they did they ever say it was like a common thing? Like that's no, no, because no. usually, like, like kids not many kids don't normally kids don't take that. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. So, so you're not taking it ever? No. Oh, maybe maybe in the future, but I'm I'm off it for like, like a while. Yeah, probably like a year. And you can't have you can't have caffeine either. Um, no. So you can't have like any drinks with no. like. Does Coke have caffeine? Probably. Um, ah, uh, no clue. Yeah, but but yeah, do you you don't really drink that stuff? No, nah, not really. Well, that's pretty interesting, right? I hope I hope some people have listened to that and they're like, damn, I don't yeah. want to get I want to get palpitations. Yeah, but I, I like some people can definitely take it without having problems. Yeah, do you think um, like the majority of people you see at the gym are on it? Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, they all got their bottles with like their coloured. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can. You can tell. So oh yeah, so when you took it, did you take it like while you were there? Um, or do you just take it before, just straight before? Straight like thirty minutes before. Yeah, 
And how long does it take before you are? Uh, oh, you can like you like start, but then once it kicks in, you can like feel it. Yeah. What does it feel like? Just best feeling, so good. But like you can you can get the same feeling without taking it. Like you can do you can you should be able to do everything that you can do on pre workout without taking it. Yeah. It's just a lot harder, and you need a lot more like motivation. Yeah. Well, seeing that, like, if you're if you're deadlifting twenty kilos more when you're uh, on pre workout, then it's like pretty big. Yeah, it is. Do you think, um, like, since you haven't been taking it, um, you felt any injuries or anything? Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, uh, not injuries. Just just a lot weaker. So like. Yeah. And also, you get a lot more sore. Yeah. Like, you can't do as much as before. Are you doing anything to, like, counter the soreness? Or nope. See, this is... Like, you're getting sore is natural, so, like, you just... Yeah, but sore. that's like saying getting heart palpitations is natural. Like, is you can... Not, yeah, it's you not. can. There are... There are, like, remember, we were talking about this before, the Normatec booze. Yeah, yeah. Even though, that, like, obviously, that's a very, um, I don't know, like, extreme... I don't know. Is it like not everyone's going to have normal take booze? Yeah. Um. I think there are other like there are definitely other like methods you could you could use to count the soreness. Yeah. Like, I think the soreness is um like it's not it's not bad, and it's it, it it like it gets better over time. Yeah. It just goes away. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They're like like if I wake up and I'm sore. I just get annoyed with myself because yes. I'm like oh, I, I, have, I haven't done I haven't done enough I haven't done enough to fix it. But like, um, this isn't on our store right now, but it's on like special order. I haven't actually told anyone about this, but we have this um, you know, like deep heat, no, like that cream that you put on and then it like it kind of burns. Oh, oh like it yeah, warms yeah. up your muscle or something. Um, I got we have this uh natural one from a company called DoTerra. It's called like Ice Blue, and it it feels like it's like freezing your muscle. But like that's one way, or just having like an ice bath. Oh yes. Yeah, and that's so good for your for your sleep as well. Like having an ice bath before bed, because um, when you sleep, your your brain has to drop down like two degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius, but yeah, um, it has to drop down like two degrees Fahrenheit. So by having the cold bath, you're already dropping your body temperature. And then when you go into bed, especially if you have like an aircon on, you know what it feels like when you're like you're sweaty and then there's like yeah, cool yeah. wind. Yeah. So you're just cooling down your body heat. And the same as if you have, like, a hot bath because you have the massive temperature change when you come out, you're steaming hot, and you just go to bed and, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all the heat just comes off. Yeah, but, no, if... Uh, oh, and also that Theragun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that stuff's so good. That stuff's nice. Yeah. No, I like, I reckon if, if you're going six days a week, how, how do you even... How do you manage that? Because, like... Oh. How do you work? Do you have like a yeah? A you do um, you just do three days, twice, and then take one rest day. But yeah, yeah. But how do you like? You wouldn't work your legs two days in a row. No, right? no, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. So, so you're oh, alternating so, between yeah, like so you, sore legs like, and sore chest. You go um, you do chest try, back by, and then shoulders, legs. Yeah. And then you just repeat that. Yeah. And then you take one rest day. Yeah. And what do you do? Do you do anything on the rest day just to like help your body? Yeah, go for a swim. Oh yeah, well that's good. Yeah, yeah, water. Um, I know that you were talking to me a couple of weeks ago about carnitine. Oh yes, is that something you're taking? 
Um, not yet. Uh, I, why? Why were you in? Why were you interested? Like, did you? Oh, I just saw it. Yeah, I think. Um, I'm not sure what it does, but it. Oh, it, I can. It's in my free workout. Yeah. Oh, it's in your free workout. Yeah, and so is um. Yeah, a bunch of chemicals. <laughs> no good. It, a lot of stuff you can't pronounce. That's, um, yeah, that's yeah, when lots, you. That's when you know. Lots. If you turn a label and there's things you can't pronounce, or like letters and numbers. Yeah. That's. That's like a warning sign straight away. But yeah, no, carnitine would be would be good. Um, yeah, well, it depends what your goal is. Like we we started selling it like a week ago. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to palm it. Oh, up no, 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 no. But um, basically, what it what it does is it's used in recovery and stuff. Um, but it's also it. And I don't understand like the really intricate biochemical process of this, but it delivers your fatty acids to your mitochondria. So that um, you burn fat instead of like carbohydrate. So and and so like people who are trying to, I don't know, get lean, um, use it. But there's also evidence that like it's not that it's not as effective. For example, taking a cold shower will activate your mitochondria way more. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was that's like the main the main idea of carnitine. Yeah. Well, right now. Just bulking up. Yes, yeah, so you probably up. don't. Probably don't want like. Oh, it depends. Well, if oh, you want to like get low body fat percentage, but yeah, I feel like like if um, if you have an ice bath, you've got like this um, this brown fat. It's a lo- like along your back and shoulders and stuff, and um, when you stimulate it, it like because when when you like when you're doing exercise, you have glycogen stores in your muscle, right? Like you you probably know. Do you do? Bio at school, like no. a chemistry. Yeah, I don't know if they talk about this in chemistry. They don't, they don't. Oh, okay. Um, when you so you know about glycogen stores in your muscle? No, no, it's fine. It's fine no. if you don't. No. Um, so it's like the it's like the glucose in your muscle that you that you burn when you're when you haven't eaten anything. So let's say I wake up and then straight away I go and do a workout. I'll be burning like my glycogen stores. And then once the glycogen stores have run out, you start burning. It's either fat or muscle. So, one what, what it means is like, if you want to get rid of your fat, you have to uh, burn through all your glycogen first, and then you start burning through your fat. And that can take like ninety minutes, right? So it takes a long time. Um, but then if you have a cold bath and you stimulate this brown fat, you're you skip the whole glycogen thing and you just go straight to fat. Like you're burning fat straight away. Which is like I I don't Wait, so would you would you do this before you go exercise? No, I'd probably or, do it after. Yeah. Like because if you if you have a cold bath and your muscles get all like tense and then you go do squats or something, you'll probably uh cramp up or something. Yeah, you'll probably cramp up. Uh so yeah, I think it's more of a thing you do. It's it's a good way to recover as well, getting your muscles really cold because it like pumps all the blood out. But uh, yeah, you just skip the because I'm pretty sure glycogen stores last like sixty to ninety minutes anyway. So you just skip that sixty to ninety minutes and you're just burning it straight away. And um, once you get out of the bath, you're still you're still burning it, like because you've already activated. It's not just like you get in, it's activated. You get out, it's deactivated. It kind of yeah. It wears off kind of slowly. So, do you take ice baths often? Um, 
I would if there was like a coals near to me. Yeah, so you could get that ice. Yeah, there's one like a kilometer away, and then <laughs> when I whenever I do it, because if you want to do it, you kind of have to get two bags. Um, like my my arms are just like dead, and the <laughs> bags are ripping and stuff, and it's melting oh. on the street. And then uh, like I get here <laughs> and it's just dripping all over my carpet and stuff. So I I mean I try to, but also um. Also, there's no, there's no room in my freezer for an ice. Do you want, go look in my freezer? All right, let me let me go take a look at your fridge. There's no like, even if I wanted to keep an ice bag in there. No, the top one, top one, top one. It's just full of uh. Because like whenever we eat meat, yeah, we just keep the bones like oh, afterwards yeah. and just freeze them. Because you can just make it into like a, a soup or something afterwards. So yeah, have no room in there. Um, but no. Yeah. So do you just? So do you like? So you just don't do it then? Well, I, I try to, but I don't know. If my brother's got his car, then yeah. easy. But um, I know some people. There's this girl I know who um does it quite often, and she just has this bin. And she just fills a bin with ice and then gets a hose in and just fills the water up and then just goes in. Jumps in. Yeah. Oh. And I always see photos of her on Facebook, like, holding a beer, just sitting in this bin. Um, yeah, it's pretty sick. But, no, it's definitely a good thing to do. Yeah. And, like, it, definitely if you're going six days a week, anyone who goes six days a week should should definitely be doing recovery. Unless they're, like, hyper-flexible or something. Yeah. Like I know, I know this this person who's um hyper flexible, and she, I think she she still does quite a lot of running. I don't know. I, I haven't spoken to her in a while, but um, I think they're they're the only exception because she's never she hasn't stretched a minute in her life, but she can like touch her toes and stuff. It's just it's just weird. Um, but yeah, no anyone anyone who's training hard definitely. I don't know. They don't, you don't need like a specific routine, but just like stretching. Yeah. I don't know about yoga. Have you ever tried yoga? Oh no, no. I tried it. My parents were like, they didn't force me, but they just kind of like, oh, you you should try this. What like hot yoga? And then oh no, I've heard about that. It's like a sauna, right? Yeah, in like a sauna or something. My sister told me this thing about goat yoga where you do yoga with goats. Oh, that, that that'd be nice. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I tried it once, and like I thought it would just be stretching, but it's actually it's a, a proper workout. Like I was sweating oh. in that thing, and like doing the downward dog. Oh, the downward dog! I've, I've never tried yoga. Do you? What do you do to like mix up? Do you just do just weights? Yeah. Is there nothing else? Nothing. Oh, I just mix it up every now and then. You're like Goggins, you know what? You know David Goggins? No. Oh, he's he's this. Uh, should look him. Up. I post it. Post it on the Aegon. Um. Yeah, check him out. David Gorgans. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't heard about this guy. He's on, I put him on the story sometimes. But before he became like this, he was always a beast, I think. But before he... Oh, came, yeah, so I, yeah, yeah, I saw this yeah. guy on your story. Yeah. Probably the, the like, hardest man alive. Do you know what... You know what he, like, he... So he used to be, like, a massive... Massive weightlifter, like a strong man, pretty much. Yeah. 
Um, and he joined, he like, well, actually no, he started, he has a really good book called Can't Hurt Me or something. And, um, I know someone who's listened to the ebook and they said it's really good because he, he actually talks in it as well. It's not just some random guy like reading to you. Um, but he started off as like this, like massively overweight guy. Um, and he just kind of, I don't know. I think he just kind of felt sorry for himself and stuff, and he wasn't really doing anything. And then he was kind of just like, fuck it, I hate this. And he just, I don't know, he just, like, gradually started doing this insane... Like, he would go... I think he lived in New York when he was younger. He'd go for a run in the freezing New York, right? And he's, like, this massive guy. And then he would come back home, and he would have, like, this kiddie pool in in his, like, back garden... And he would put water in it, and it would it would be like near frozen because it's winter in New York, yeah. and he would just lie in it, <laughs> just to just to like mm. to burn. Um, and then he became this massive weightlifter. Like he said, his only his only cardio was like thirty minutes on an elliptical trainer every week. That that's <laughs> which kind of sounds, sounds like yeah, that sounds, sounds good. familiar. Sounds really good. Um, but he was just like, and he was all about lifting heavy, and he knew this. He knew this guy who was like. They they just did it together, and you know when you're with someone in the gym, you just always like push yourself. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and it, anyway, he ended up joining the navy, and he found out about this uh, this hundred k race or something, and he like this guy, like barely run or anything, and he called up the person and was like, I want to qualify for this hundred k race, and the guy said, If you want to qualify, you have to do this other race. Where you run around this track, I, like I don't know how big the track was, but you run around it. You have to do a twenty-four hour race, and you have to. There was like a certain distance you had to hit in the twenty-four hours to qualify for this hundred k thing. And he's like massive, right? He's like I don't know. I don't even know who to compare. Him. He's like I don't know, like Joe Rogan size, he's like a big, big guy. And he signs up for this race. And he, uh, his friend and him decided to go to the gym the night before. And they're just like, they're like PRing on all their lifts and stuff. And so he's sore as hell. And then he wakes up and he goes and does his race. And his, um, he's just going around this track and he's like legit breaks his feet and he just keeps going. And he's like covered in piss and blood and, Apparently he just doesn't stop, and his friend from the night before turns up, and he has all these like crispy creams. Oh, and he's like, and he knows that the David Goggins of crispy creams. David Goggins just comes up and like eats them all, and then just keeps going. And anyway, like eighteen hours in, he uh he hits the the distance like the required distance for the qualifier thing, and uh, he just stops because he's because he's done it, and he can like barely walk. And um, he's like, he goes home and his wife just like puts him in a bath and he just like, his piss is like black because he's so dehydrated. And uh, he, (laughs) yeah, like once that happens, I don't think you need, like you shouldn't be messing around anymore. But then he calls up this guy and he's like the guy to qualify for the race and says, "I, I hit the distance in 18 hours. And then the guy says to him, um, the point of a twenty-four hour race is to run for twenty-four hours and just hangs up. 
<laughs> I think it, like you're you're covered in piss and blood, and you're sitting in a bathtub, and you legit he legit broke his feet, like oh, and I think he qualified anyway. But anyway, he just he just become this machine, um, like this incredible. That, that's why I post him on the Instagram as well because he's just like this incredible guy. That's pretty. It's pretty inspiring. Yeah, but yeah, so you do nothing, just just hundred percent ways. Yep. I guess if you enjoy it, then yeah. it's fine. Yeah. And how do you find it? Because um, cause you, you do, like, pretty pretty intense subjects at school. Do you find it as, like, a way to just, like, zone zone out? Just get rid of the stress. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Do you find, like, you study better when you come Yeah, out? definitely. Yeah. Because I know there are some people who are just more keen on, like, grind, in quotations, but it's yeah. just... As in study grind, yeah. Um, as in like no breaks, yeah. No, no breaks no. are for the week. That's S- studying that's six hours a day. That's not good. Yeah. Um. And I think, like, I think the only time you're supposed to actually grind is when you've messed up and you're like, Fuck, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. Like, not like cram, but it's just like I don't have any time to waste. Yeah. Um. And like, I don't. I don't think some of that six hour study. Like, unless it depends what you're doing, right? If it's six hours of really productive study, then yeah, that's like, great. Usually, that there's no way someone can study six hours productively. Yeah. I so I was gonna post this thing. I'll probably post it like later this week. Um, on the Aegon Instagram, it's like this this graph of um someone's like retention or just a focus and it after like 25 minutes it just plummets down and when it starts going up again is at an hour which is probably when you realize oh shit i haven't done anything for the last (laughs) the last 35 minutes minutes, yeah Yeah. um but yeah like if it's six hours of really productive stuff then that's great but i don't know anyone who can do that a normal person would not be able to do that yeah and even if you even if you're on topic the whole time, like you don't go onto YouTube or something. You just you just can't. Yeah, can't, you still can't. You can't do Six it. Six hours is way too much. Yeah, and I I don't know if you I use um like Pomodoro. Have you? No, never uh, heard of it. So it's like it's like a twenty five minute timer, and then you have a five minute break. Um, when I first heard about it, I was like, "There's no way you can study for like, who studies for twenty five minutes? Like that's so short." Um, and I started using it in like the last six months and it's actually so good because you're like, it's 25 minutes and then I get a five minute break. So there's like no, there's no excuse to just go off topic in 25 minutes and you just get it done kind of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I've, I think like the break for like for you is a break is going to the gym. Yeah. Which well, is, well, for me, um, well, really someone told me that. All you really need is just one hour of study. Yeah. Just one. Yeah, there was this guy called um, Ben Z, I think. Uh, he, anyway. Um, no clue. <laughs> no clue. Um, I think it was in my brother's year of school, but, and he, he got a pretty, he did really well. Like, very high ATAR. I, I don't want to, I want to guess, but yeah, it was yeah. like high. He never did more than 90 minutes of study a day. Never. Yeah. And he was doing intense stuff as well. And he just said, the thing that he said, which um, which is good, is that he never left a classroom 
without 100% understanding it. Like, he he didn't care if he annoyed the hell out of the teacher. He would just, like, oh, he didn't care if he annoyed the hell out of the rest of the class. If he just asked questions the whole time, just to make sure he understood it. But, yeah. What about, because I know you play the flute as well. Is that another way? Oh, or do no. you still play the flute? No. no, you gave up? It was it was really boring. <laughs> no, but I, I definitely found, like, music was also another way to kind of zone out. Yeah, um, I feel that um, once you go to the gym... And then you come back, have a shower. It's it's like the prime time to study. Like it's yeah. You're like your body's all relaxed and got your endorphins. Yeah, you got you release the endorphins and then yeah, you can just pump out one hour yeah of quality study, and then you can just get the whole night off. Yeah, or it depends how you're feeling. Yeah, if you're feeling good and you're like, oh, I can do some more. Yeah, then definitely do some more. Yeah, but uh, I think. I think the difference is like when you're. I don't know if you you've. I don't know if they talk about this stuff in your, any of your science classes. I don't think I feel like they don't, which is kind of weird. Um, but like the left side and the right side of your brain. Yeah. Been, yeah, like the left side is the more like logical stuff, like mass and whatever, and um, I don't know, more like more like stuff where there's a structure. Yep. And you see. As in, like, patterns and stuff. Whereas the right side is more, like, creative stuff. But it, I feel as though also uh, in exercise, you probably, like, dip into your right side as well because it's not it's not like you're not doing, like, yeah, yeah. equations where you're doing a squat or something. You're just doing, like, different different stuff. Yeah. You'll be creative. Yeah. And it's... it's it's rewarding as well because, like, you think, oh, I've done it. But, yeah, the the left side and the right side thing, like, like the the traits of a, of being in the right side, it, it also happens in, like, music or playing an instrument or um, drawing as well. Like, I've got, I've got this book somewhere, like, there or something, called um, Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain. And it's, it's pretty it's, – it's, it's a book version of a course – that this this I think her name is Betty Edwards. Um, she gave this to like a heap of people who were like, "Oh, I can't draw. I've never I've never been able to draw." All right, actually, I'll, I'll show you. It's actually messed up. Yeah, so these people were like, "Oh, I can't draw. I've never been able to draw before. Like, I'm never going to be good at drawing." And then they do this course. And they, uh, actually, I think it's just on the, yeah. That's like the before and after. And so it's, it's this book, right? So it's like 200 pages. So they're pretty much drawing a doodle. And now they're doing something that's like, like look at that. That's messed up. That's so good. That's, that's really good. And, they, and the course was like five days long. So they, they went from that to that in five days. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, it's like, um, I don't know, the traits of being in your right side are kind of, you have no attention of time. And I don't know, things are kind of, it's kind of just spontaneous as well. So it's like, I feel like those are the kinds of things that happen sometimes when you get in the zone at the gym. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, uh, you just kind so of forget now, about yeah, time. Yeah, you forget about everything. Yeah, except- and it's just that thing, that like the exercise that you're yeah. doing. Which is the same as uh, the same as like drawing and music, I guess. 
But yeah, this is this is a crazy book. Like I I can't draw. Like I'm <laughs> I'm shit at drawing. Um and you do these exercises in this book and you're just like what the hell? Like actually I'll show you cuz I did a couple of them. So like you do these exercises where like I don't know they they have, they give you a picture or like a a face or something and they they flip it upside down and you have to draw it upside down. Oh. And then so and what it means is that like you when you when you look at an eye or a hand or something your brain's like oh I have a name for that that's a hand I know that's a hand. And then people start drawing it, and they start thinking that doesn't look like a hand. <laughs> that looks like a balloon or something. Yeah. And they ju- they just get frustrated, and they like scribble it out, and they ru- erase it, and they're like trying to do it again. And then, so not drawing what they see, they're just like they're just thinking that doesn't look like a hand. Um, but when you flip it upside down, everything kind of just becomes shapes. Shapes, yeah, yeah. And like in the upside down drawing. The hard, Are these yours? Yeah. The hardest part is when you get to a point that's like... The, yeah, so that's when I did Upside Down, which is which is a, repl- it's a replica of some Picasso sketch. Um, and the hardest part is when you get to the hands. Like, you can see the hands are messed up yep. because my brain... Even though it's upside down, my brain's like, oh, there's a hand. That doesn't look like a hand. And th- that bit took me the longest, just like drawing these two interlaced hands. But... Yeah, they give you, let's see, Pablo Picasso, Portrait of Igor Stravinsky. So they just give you that. And you just you just draw the shapes, pretty much. And then you flip it upside down afterwards. And then there's this other one. They give you, like, a horse. Like a knight on a horse. And, like, if you just look at it upside, you're like, man, I couldn't... Like, when I saw that, I was like, man, I can't draw that. Um... And then, like, it's pretty weird. It looks good. And that, I, did, I did a second time a couple of weeks ago. And <laughs> I got halfway through and I was like, man, this horse is looking thick. <laughs> like, I, I was thinking of just starting again, but this horse was just like, I said to my brother, I was like, man, that's a thick horse. Um, but, yeah, then I then you do this hand thing. And, like, hands, hands are supposed to be hard as because your brain's like, that's a hand. I ended up drawing this hand, and I was like, what the hell? I was, like, I never thought I could draw. It's a pretty good hand. That's a really good hand. Like, like obviously, it's not, like, it's not going in Mona or something, Mona or whatever. But um, going from just, like, scribbling to that, I was pretty, I was pretty happy. Um, anyone who, I don't know, just, like, because I've always wanted to, it was just kind of thing because I just wanted to learn how to draw as well. And uh, the thing is, even if you do art at school, this is what this is. I'll double check. Yeah, her name's Betty Edwards. Um, even if you do art at school, like they don't really teach you drawing. Yeah, it's, they, they, yeah, they, they don't. Yeah, and what she said was, uh, a lot of art teachers don't know how to draw, so they go for stuff and. When she said it, I was like, man, this sounds just like my art class. They go for stuff that's more crafts, yeah, like clay or... Um, lino. Lino. But yeah, 
so that was just it's just like crazy. A lot of us just live using the left side, right? Because that's all that's needed. And then when you tap into your the right side, it's just it feels weird. And like your body, your body doesn't like it. Like when I was doing it, my head was just like I was getting all this chat. It was like, "What are you doing? You can't." And like trying to make me look at my watch or something just to like bring it back or something. But yeah, it's messed up. Yeah. So what? So you take art. Yeah, I take art. But um, like we we never draw art. I think I've drawn once in an art class, which is pretty messed up when you think about it. But yeah, so what did you just did you just get bored of flute? Yes. <laughs> no, it was just way too time consuming. Yeah. And instead of playing it, I decided to go to the gym. Oh well. Yeah. If it I guess if it well before before you started going to the gym, it was flute like your No. It was it's more just, more it was, work. It was just more work. Yeah. I guess you were in a band were you in you're in a Yeah, in a I, band, I was in band. Right? Yeah. yeah. It so was such a so it's almost like another subject. Yeah, well. it is. Yeah, and you, I guess with with like with guitar, because um, there are two ways to read it. You can read it with the notes, like normal sheet music, or you can just read the tabs, which is just like numbers, and it tells you where to put your fingers, and it's really easy. But I guess with flute and well, any instrument other than guitar, you have to kind of learn the yeah, you should the theory. Mem- remember, like where to put your fingers in that. Yeah. How hard? Oh, do you, you music has subject? Oh, uh, no. Not no, anymore? No, I never did. Oh, you never did? Okay. So did you have to kind of teach yourself as well? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty raw. Isn't it? Because, like, I try to learn it for guitar. I got this, like, music theory for dummies. Um, <laughs> and it's like another language. Yeah, it's just... It's... Yeah, but once, once you get the hang of it, it, it's, it gets really easy. So once you get... When when you when you understand it, and you're playing a sheet of music, can you legit like you see the note and you just do it automatically, yeah, kind of? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So it's just it just happens. It just happens. That's awesome. That's after like years of years of practicing. Yeah. So it, let's say you uh, it when you get a new song as well, is it just super easy to learn? Oh, just, definitely not. Cause oh no, you gotta like. Look at like patterns, and then yeah, and then you just you gotta like play it all slow separately, and then after like a few weeks, it just, you just get it. Yeah, you just get it. Yeah. What um, what sport are you doing at the moment? Like um, I'm playing footy. Oh yeah, so that's kind of oh I guess that's the yeah like that's pretty different to like they they do a lot of PT in that yeah like a lot of uh what is it suicides. I heard about this crazy suicide that you that you might have done it where they did like every time they got got to a line they did squat jumps and like burpees or something. Oh yeah, something like that. Yes. Usually do um get to a line and then just get on your stomach and up. Yeah. Yeah, this one was like cra- like you oh, do that. Burpees. And then oh. when you come back yeah, burpees are pretty horrible. Yeah, so I guess rugby is um you do a lot more cardio in that as well. So that yeah. That kind of counts as well. Yeah. Do you like it? Do you um, like it? I used to, but not yeah. as much. Well, like, is it because of like inj- oh, yeah, injury injuries. retention? Yeah. Injuries. I guess when you get to 
opens level as well, it gets a bit yeah. a bit serious. And usually after every every game, you just get sore. Yeah. Oh, and don't you go to the gym after your? Um, definitely not after a footy game, but oh, like after training. Yeah, after training. Yes, that'd be pretty rough. What do you? When you oh, not, not anymore before oh, not because anymore. I was on the pre workout, but oh yeah, now I, oh I, I but so you don't have enough energy. I don't have enough me. energy. Really? Yeah. Do you? Will you take pre workout before rugby as well? Oh, do you no. have a double? Maybe. Maybe. No, that, that, that's suicide. Yeah. That, that's that's too much. Yeah. I, I get through one one session without any pre workout, and then I just use it for the other. Yeah. Okay. Do you? Uh, Ever eat anything like before? Would it just be pre workout? Um, I try not to eat too much before. Maybe like a little bit of carbs. Yeah, like what? Please don't tell me it's carb powder. Oh, definitely not. Like, okay. like spread. Oh yeah. Okay. So try. I know they're they're not cheap, but the bars that we have, so good. But yeah, they're they're I don't know, like for for what, even though they're like quite. More expensive than like a normal bar, for what it is, it's pretty good. Like it's all clean, or just bananas as well. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I have have a banana. Yeah, bananas and bread before. All right, well, it's been awesome having you on. Yeah, th- thanks for having me. Yeah, that went a lot longer than I thought it would. It was actually yeah. good. Oh, Fifty minutes. Yeah, jeez, that's probably the probably the longest one. But yeah, hopefully you've uh, you've changed some people's. I don't know. Probably, honestly, probably not. Probably not. It, like, I get that it's, once you start taking, it's really, really hard to get off. Yeah. Really can't. But. Is it, I don't, I don't, I don't like saying this, but it, it kind of sounds like a drug. No, 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 definitely not. But like, it, it does, when you, like, when, how you've characterized it, you're like, oh, no. it's super hard to get off. You get all this energy and then you have a massive it's the crash. Best feeling. Yep. Yeah, it kind of does, but. But yeah, I I don't know. I get it, again. It depends what your goal is. But yeah. yeah, thank you for coming on. Awesome to have you on. Always welcome back again. Yes, first guest. Thank you. Told you that that was an interesting podcast. Now, before you go, make sure you remember what I said at the start of this podcast. L-theanine, health wise, you will not be disappointed. Trust me. A G O N supplements dot com. It's vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free. There's seriously no excuse not to have this. It will help with stress and anxiety, which is something that we all experience. And it will be a great addition to your morning cup of coffee. Go check it out. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, Aegon Supplements, one word. Make sure you go check that out as well.